As you board, please move across your car to make room for everyone and kindly offer available seating to those needing special assistance. If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors. They will be closing in a moment. Thank you. Welcome to another episode of Disney Assembled. I'm Troy. And I'm Mimi. And we are your happy little father-daughter podcast, here to create joy and share our love for all things Disney. Disney Assembled is sponsored by our patrons over on Patreon, Brenda, Danny, Connie, Andrew, and Alexis. Yes, thank you guys so much for sponsoring the show. We really appreciate it. If you would like to help us out and sponsor the show and join our Patreon family, head on over to our website, DisneyAssembled.com, and click on the button that says Become a Patron Membership Starts at only $2 a month. And yeah, we'd really appreciate your consideration there. But if that's not your thing, no big deal. Just we love that you're here joining us on the show. And also, if you're looking for additional great Disney content, you know, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, you need to check out Magic and Mouse Radio. Magic and Mouse Radio is a great place for Disney music and Disney content, including our show which you can hear every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern. So check out Magic of the Mouse Radio. In addition to being a part of the radio family, I'm also very happy to be a part of the Magic of the Mouse News family. Go to magicofthemousenews.com to check out all the blog posts for all things Disney news music related. Awesome. We really appreciate being a part of Magic of the Mouse Radio and Magic of the Mouse News. All right. If you guys haven't noticed, uh, you may notice Mimi's voice is a little off. She's been a little under weather in the last day or two, right? Yeah. You're not feeling too well. You got some coughs going on. And so we're going to power through this episode. It may be a little bit shorter than usual. We're going to skip the park snooze with Mimi. Give your voice as much of a rest as possible. But we do have a wonderful show for everybody. We have a very entertaining show. We think you're going to love this episode. And we're going to love your feedback, which at the end of the show, Mimi will tell you how you can give us that feedback. But speaking of feedback, we recently received a brand new review on Apple Podcasts. Mimi, would you like to share it with all of our listeners? Yeah. So we received this review on January 24th. Um, We had pre-recorded an episode for last weekend, which is why we didn't address it because it didn't exist. So we're going to address it now. So it comes from Jungle Boy 499 and the title is Awesome Show. It reads, absolutely love this father-daughter duo. They are super knowledgeable on all things Disney and always have fun topics to discuss. 10 out of 10 recommend. Thank you so much, Jungle Boy 499. You are the king of the jungle. We really appreciate that. Guys, we would appreciate any consideration you would have for leaving us a very nice rating and review. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I know you can leave ratings and reviews there. Uh, But if you're listening on a different podcast player platform, if there is an opportunity to give a kind rating and review, we'd so, so very much appreciate that. Um, We love reading them. They're so fun. Also, if you're listening on Spotify, I believe at the end of the episode or somewhere on the Spotify page, there's a question and it's going to ask you if you enjoyed the show. So if you enjoy the show, fill out 
you know, leave a little feedback there. There's a question there for you already ready to go. It's real, real simple to do. So, but if not, no big deal. We really appreciate you listening this week. All right. Mimi, you want to tell everybody what the main topic is? We'll tell them what the main topic is. We'll do our Disney dad joke and then we'll get into the main topic. But do you, do you want to describe the main topic? Do you want me to do that? Yeah, I can do that. Okay, go for it. So we have recently taken to looking at some very hot topic Disney debates. And hang on, do we need this? No, we don't need that. Well, I need it for the joke. Oh, oops. <laughs> just toss the phone away. You, you tell them what we're doing this yeah, week. I'll so, go grab my phone that you just threw away. Okay. This week, we are looking at some hot topic Disney debates, and we'll be giving like our input onto, uh, onto both sides of the debate. So it's not just I'm picking one side and Papa's picking one, the other. We're both going to um, see both sides. And um, I think give our conclusion. Yeah, I think we'll give our opinion. Yeah, yeah, we'll give our opinion. And of course, we invite all of you who are listening to give us your opinion. Again, like I said earlier, at the end of the show, Mimi will tell you how you can get in touch with us to give us your opinions. But yes, we, we scoured the Internet, scoured yeah. the Internet for a bunch think, of hot topic debates. Yeah. And we're going to just have some fun with that. Right? I think we did some hot take, a hot take episode or we tried to tried to come up with a hot take episode. Um but we couldn't. Yeah. So instead, we're going to discuss you guys' hot takes. Yeah, these are things we just, again, we just did a Google search and just pulled a bunch of topics off different websites that we found. And so there we go. All right. So that'll be our main topic of the week. But before we get into that, we got to keep the fun rolling here. It is time for this week's Disney dad joke of the week. Oh, boy. Mimi. Yes. The Haunted Mansion. Yes. It's a very famous ride. But did you know that originally... The Haunted Mansion was going to be the first place on Disney property that you could buy alcohol. Oh, really? Yeah, but they couldn't do that. Why? Well, because the ghost took all the booze. Oh. Did it? Yeah, that's funny. The ghost took all the booze. Yes, I did. So they couldn't yeah. serve alcohol. That's good. So there you go. That's this week's Disney Dad Joke of the clever. Week. It's clever. You needed your phone for that? Well, it's kind of based on a joke I saw on the phone, I, okay. but I actually didn't need my phone. But yeah, that's this week's joke. If you have a joke that you'd like us to consider using on the show, shoot us an email, disneyassembly.gmail.com, or send us a direct message on all of our social networks, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok, all at Disney. So speaking of TikTok, TikTok game has been strong recently. Has it? Yes. We've been doing pretty well. Picked up a bunch of new followers there. So if you guys are TikTokers... Look for us there. We'd love to get, love to, you know, love for you to join us there. Yeah. There you go, whatever that means. Awesome. Awesome. Right, topic of the week. Let's get into it. Debates. Get to get the list. Yes. It's time to be debaters. We Everybody get deba- listen. Shh. Shh. It's not a, it's not a clicky pen. It's a, Shh. is that okay. AS, ASMR? ASMR pen opening. Pen openings. Do you hear that, that whistle? That's a pen whistle. Yeah, okay. that's the Disney assembled pen whistle. Yes, pen whistle. Okay, enough. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Time to start our episode. All right, debates. Debates. I'm just going to pick a few here. We're not going to get through all of these. We may do more than one episode. Of course, people may suggest their own debates, but let's get through some of these. All right. I'm excited. Here's one. What is better, quick service restaurant or table service restaurant? So when you're on a Disney trip, you get hungry, you got to eat, you putting in the miles. What's better, quick service or table service? I think they like have the same quality of food, if I'm being really honest. Like, like I, I don't think the food at quick service is any worse or any better than the food at a, at a table restaurant. Um, but I mean, it, it really depends on like what you're going for. OK, 
um, when we were on our most recent trip, we did both. Um, we did more sit down than anything else, but it did eat up a lot of park time. And so from my point of view, if you're here to come in, kill all those rides, do every single thing possible and not waste a second of your time, I would go quick service all the way. Um, because yep. you can find quick service that isn't just burgers and hot dogs right. and French fries. You just got to like look a little right. bit deeper for let's, it. Let's talk about quality issue. Here, here's my take on quick service versus table service. You have to set your expectations and your definition of what is good quality based on what it is you're going to actually be eating. So, for example, if I'm at Cosmic Rays Starlight Cafe and I'm getting a hot dog with fries or a hamburger with fries. My expectation for how good that meal is going to be should be based on how good I think a hamburger or a hot dog with fries should be. Right. But if I'm sitting down at Be Our Guest and I order filet mignon. a filet mignon, my expectation for the quality of how good that meal will be should be based on what I suspect or expect a filet, a filet mignon meal to taste like. Right. I can't compare a filet mignon meal to a hot dog. To a hot dog meal. Right. Right. I think that's a, that, that you're comparing apples to oranges there. Right. So. I think a lot of it depends on what you just said. If you are trying to do, if you're ride crushing and you're trying to get as many attractions in as possible, quick service is the way to go. Yeah. And quick service, like even if you are not here to ride crush, like it right, can of course, be Because right. you can't sit down every meal, right? And it, the cost is, there's a better cost, right? But if you are vibe chasing, a sit down meal at a table restaurant is got a great vibe. It's got different, different, different themes, different menus, different characters maybe if it's a character meal so these are totally different experiences a lot of it is going to depend on what you expect out of your trip so if i had to pick between a table service restaurant and a quick service restaurant i guess i would eat more quick service because i think it's more convenient and you can do the mobile ordering yeah table service you have to get reservations pretty much in advance they're a little bit of a headache you should do fewer of those so i think it just depends on what your goals are for your trip. Yeah. I also think table service. Um, I think some of the restaurants can blend together unless you're doing a very specific um, sort of entertainment dining, like be our guest or Cinderella's Royal table. Right. Um, and so going back to like what I said about quality of the food, um, it's still all coming out of a Cisco truck. You know what I'm saying? Like the hamburger, like I would not compare a hamburger to a filet mignon meal that I would get at be our guest, like Papa said, but it's still going to be at that like, Higher than like higher than average, right. like decent quality food. Right. Um, so I wouldn't necessarily say go table service if you want better food, because it's all going to be kind of the same, just different, right. different kinds of food. Right. All right. We didn't really settle that argument. Let our listeners chime would, in with their. I would go quick service. You would go quick service? Okay. Yeah. We need to move on. We've got lots here. We're not going to get through all of them, but <laughs> I don't want to spend too much time on any one of them. So we have a lot of good stuff to discuss here. All right. Here's a debate. Comes up. Okay. A lot. Okay. What is better to rope drop in the morning or to be there for park close in the evening? Okay. Now, some people will do both. They're us. the marathoners. They're us. They're, us. Like we, we've done this. Us. We're, the, we're some people. Right. We rope drop in the morning and we stay pretty much almost till the closing at night. Right. I don't recommend doing that with a kid under the age of like nine. But if you had to pick one, which is the better option, what do you think? I like the evening better um, because unless you're staying at a resort on Disney property, the morning doesn't offer 
a whole lot else for you. Shorter wait times? No, it's not that much shorter. We saved maybe 20 minutes getting there early. And like, like even that was even with our extra 30 minutes of resort stayer time. We, we still only got in like one ride. Okay. Um, so I really think that unless you really like, unless it's like a certain time of the year where you can go see the sunrise at 7am and it's just like really nice. Like I, I would go in the evening. They've got evening shows. They've got, um, the parks are also really well lit at night. It's creates a really surreal experience being there in the after dark. Um, I just don't think the morning adds very much. Um, because the, the crowd really isn't all that much less than it is around lunchtime. Um, at least not a noticeable enough difference that you could just like kick it out with kids. And if you have kids or if you're on your third day of the park, you might not want to get up at 6am to be at the park for seven for the doors just to open at eight. Um, you might be tired of that routine by the time you get to your third day or by the time four-year-old Sally is like tired of seeing Minnie Mouse. Okay. Like I, I think the evening is better because even though it only offers like one extra thing, um, which is the, the fireworks extravaganza, I think that there are more negatives to the morning. So context, if you are there with young children, the evening is probably, I'm going to, I'm drawing back on our own experiences when you and your brother were very, very young and we, we took it apart. The evenings were more difficult because of strollers, because of trying to keep an eye on you in the dark. And quite frankly, you guys need to go to bed, right? The yeah. idea that you, you can stay up really late is it's not really part of a young child's routine. So if you're there with young children, I think park hop is your better option. Kids want to see the park. It's quite frankly, it is well lit. It's beautiful, but you can't see everything. I mean, the sun's, gone away right right so if you're there with young kids and you want to see the the characters out in the park walking around rope drop is your better option you're right because you're not you may not get as i don't know you probably get as many rides i know when we rope drop we probably get maybe two extra rides on where we are if we when we were at epcot we got in three when we were at magic kingdom we got in one right so it just depends and you may have you know a a virtual queue or a lightning lane reservation i don't know but point is you may get two or three rides now if you don't have little kids, if teenagers, or if maybe you're just there as an adult group and you can stay out later and you've already seen the fireworks shows, you can get a couple of rides in during the fireworks. Yeah, during the fireworks, yeah, for sure. And so I think a lot of it is context. If you got little kids and they don't mind getting up in the morning and you can maybe get to the park early for a breakfast or whatever, I would say rope drop is better but if you are older you got older kids who aren't going to really want to get up early early in the morning on their vacations get a little extra sleep in i think park close would be my option i I really like the parks after dark i love the parks after dark it's cooler right because the weather gets much cooler in florida and and in california especially if it's like right after it rained and like being in the park being on the people mover during the fireworks while it was pouring was like such a surreal experience. Right. I also think um, the the crowd is thinner at night than it is in the morning. Right. Like, because the argument that I hear for the morning is that the crowd is usually thinner. That's usually the main. There are a lot of people there in the morning because if you're there are and a here's ton the, of people there. Yeah, in I forgot the to mention this. If you're in the evening, if you have a if, breakfast reservation, you're there at eight a.m. Well, like, but here, here's here's what's something I forgot to mention about the park close time. If you're staying in one of the deluxe resorts that have extended hours. 
you get even more time in the evening. You're going to have more time to do more in the evening than you would in, in the, the morning, morning because yeah. you're going to have like an extra hour. Or maybe even two. Yeah. Right. Whereas rope drop, you only get in 30 minutes, which is not anything. Right. And it's for everybody. Everybody who stays on property can rope drop early, but only certain guests can stay late for the after hours mm-hmm. of its extended hours, right? Not the after hours, the extended right. hours, right? So again, it's kind of we, bougie. I get it. If you're, you know, not everybody can afford those. And we certainly, look, we're, we, we will, we will do a deluxe resort stay soon, but that's not really, look, you know, it's not our normal thing, right? So all I'm saying yeah. is we did Magic Kingdom. We broke up Magic Kingdom and we ended our night that same night at Magic Kingdom. We didn't say all day. We went to Epcot for lunch, I think, but when we rope dropped in Magic Kingdom, we wanted to rope drop the Jungle Cruise. And if you know anything about rope dropping Magic Kingdom, eventually it doesn't open until 9 a.m. with the rest of the park. Okay, So we ended up hopping on Peter Pan, and that was the only thing we did in the 30 minutes that we had. Everyone else was at Mine Train, or everyone was at Mine Train or Peter Pan. And we got on Peter Pan's flight. That was where we ended up. Right. So I think we're leaning at, towards park close as being the better option. At the end of the night. After the fireworks were over, the fireworks end at like 920 and the park doesn't close till 11. But like people clear out after the fireworks shows. Okay, mom and I jumped on mine train twice, ran over, like sprinted over to Big Thunder Mountain on the opposite edge of the park. It was like 1055. Okay, because the rule is if you get in line before 11, you get to ride. We run over to mine to uh, Big Thunder. There's no one in line. We get on that ride so fast. We get off of it. We go back around and ride it again. So we got in four rides in the span of 10 minutes. But in the morning, we got in one in 30. Right. So I, in my personal opinion, the evening is better, even with small kids. Because mm-hmm. um, if you're sleeping in in the morning, it doesn't necessarily matter if you're staying up super late. Yeah. Um, it's just hard to navigate so, in the yeah. dark with the strollers. And if you if you got a kid that's a toddler well, and they've been walking. Walk. Make it walk. <laughs> okay. This is the professional babysitter. All right. Yes. So uh, we're leaning more towards park clothes and rope drop. But again, your mileage may vary. So good for you. All right. Yeah. Here's another debate. You ready for this one? Mm-hmm. Speaking of parks. Mm-hmm. Our friends over at Dillow's Diz, who we talked to recently. Yes. This is a debate I think that sometimes they get asked about. Disney Animal Kingdom. Is oh, it really a half day park? They wholly are against the half day park. No, I think they're just, they don't dislike Animal Kingdom. They just think it's the fourth best park at Disney World. But the debate is, is Animal Kingdom only a half day park? Okay, here's my take. I think about this a lot. I think about this probably more often than I think about pre-cal. Animal Kingdom is like a three quarters day park. I would not, the only, reason for me to rope drop animal kingdom is to get on flight of passage because that line is just so long but i wouldn't end my evening there i would go somewhere else i we went to magic kingdom or animal kingdom and we were there from rope drop at eight until like three or four in the evening which is like three quarters of the day because by the time you walk around the park the park is massive like i think it's the second biggest of all of them. Animal Kingdom? Yeah. Is the biggest. Is Animal it's, it's huge. I think part of it is the Savannah. That right. No, yeah. Of, yeah. But like you still have to walk around it, okay? And so at the time, which I recommend doing, okay? Like walking around Animal Kingdom in the circle is just as fun as walking around the world in Epcot, okay? But if you immediately go left and you do Flight of Passage and you do Pandora, and you keep going through Africa and you hit the Jungle Safari, 
and you keep going into Asia and you hit Everest maybe, and you keep going and you go into what used to be Dinoland USA, and then you maybe run into Kevin, and then you maybe do Dinosaur, and then you stop to get food, which is really good in Animal Kingdom. Everyone should eat lunch there at least once, in my opinion, because the food there is just so phenomenal, and it has vegetables. Nothing in Disney has vegetables. By the time you get all the way around the park, it's like three o'clock in the afternoon, and like you have now spent three quarters of your day in Animal Kingdom. I think you could stretch it to be a full day, Um, there just aren't things there that interest us personally as a family. We would never ride Dinosaur again. Dinoland USA is a mess. Um, we didn't go on Everest last time and Cali River Rapids is closed right now. And so that definitely cuts back on some time. But the fact of the matter is if you're, unless you're like the first in line for Flight of Passage, you're going to be there for at least three hours, which is a substantial amount of your day. Um, I just, I think it's, it's not a full day park, um, I just don't think it has enough substance for that, especially for families with young kids. Um, I would eat around Animal Kingdom. Like, I would do that. Like, I would get a snack um, every so often because the food there is just so good. Um, And I could I would make that my Animal Kingdom experience and less of the ride attractions there because it's just there isn't enough substance there, period. Um, But yeah, that's my take. Three quarter day park somewhere in between. And then you can go off to Magic Kingdom or Epcot to watch the fireworks shows and maybe get in one more ride. Right. You have an interesting take there because here's my take. It can be a half day park. If you're just going to ride crush, if your objective is to hit the big rides and leave, it could be a half day or about a half day park. Yeah. Cause there's only two big rides there. Yeah. If you're there for the vibes, it can be a full day park. Right. Or I should say more than a half day because there are the walking trails there is the uh, Rafiki's uh, station where you can do the art uh, project and the petting zoo. So there's plenty to do that will take you more than half day. But you have to want that type of experience where you're soaking in the environment and doing more you know, people watching or sightseeing. Right. However. Animal Kingdom closes first. It closes early, right. earlier than the other parks. Yeah, it closes at seven. So the fact that matters, if you're park hopping, it's always, it, 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 Animal Kingdom can always be, even if you stay the entire time, if you park hop to another park, it's not a full day park. Right. Because it, you, you went to another park, right? right? When I say full day park, I mean, this is the only thing you did. And then you went back to your resort or your hotel, right? So I like your take. A three-quarter day park. I think it's a good three-quarter day. You can stretch it into a full day. You could take your if you really took your time, just enjoyed being there. Right. Which it, it it's beautiful. It, it's nothing wrong with that. Like it's so I pretty. like walking around the parks. I yeah. don't have to crush all the rides. You and I, I really am, enjoyed right, Animal like, Kingdom because we just am, walked around and we took in all the vibes. Sure. I'm more of a vibe chaser than a ride crusher. So I but I agree with you. I started to get a little done with animal kingdom around two, two o'clock, three o'clock. I was about done with it. And, um, you know, eh, I was ready to go. I think, but I do love the show on Disney plus. Yes. Animal kingdom. I think animal kingdom, like I think people look down on it because it's less of a amusement park feel and more of a, I think Animal Kingdom is the most immersive of all the experiences because it doesn't feel like a system. It doesn't feel like it's operating beneath you. It just feels like 
Animal Kingdom. This is it. This is what it is. Right. Take it as it is. And it has beautiful architecture and really great food. It's well designed. It's, yeah, it's very well designed. And if you yeah. really just want to take a day and walk around and enjoy Animal Kingdom and get a really good snack, please eat in Animal Kingdom, you guys. It's so good. It yep. could be a three a good three quarter day park, and then you can leave and go to something else right. at seven o'clock. Again, if you are a ride crusher, it's probably a half day park. If you're a vibe chaser, it could be a three quarters to yeah. a full day. And even if you don't want to walk all that much, you can just like find somewhere to sit and just like plenty of music. People in. come out, they do a lot of music, and they do yeah. whatever like, the cultural. Animal Kingdom has more yeah. little hidden details, yeah. and you have to want to look for them to make it a full day park. Right. We're about 24, coming up on 25 minutes on this well, episode. Two, two or three more. I was thinking maybe one. Depends on how much we debate it. Yeah. Depends on if it's a hot topic. Could be. Could be a hot topic. Here it is. Let's try this one. It's a small world. Is it a must-do attraction or not? Lots of debate about this one. Especially in California, which is sort of the original. It's a small world. Yeah. Do you have to do it? Yes. Or do you not have to do it? Yes. Because everyone says, you don't have to do it. It's so annoying. And they always get on it. Every single video I've seen about this topic has been, has said, it's really annoying, but it's really, it is really annoying. It's stuck in your head all day and it's kind of long, but here's something crazy guys. Maybe we don't need to just run around all the time in the Disney parks. Maybe we could take 15 minutes and listen to these dolls tell us that the world is not that big for 15 minutes and sit in the air conditioning and relax and enjoy a boat ride. My take on Small World is as much as someone may hate it, as as much as someone thinks it's annoying, as much as someone thinks that it's creepy, they always say, but I get on it anyway. I've seen videos where people are on it and they're like, this song is really annoying, but it's a classic. You can't skip it. Period. This is like Walt's child. This was Walt's whole thing. The Carousel Progress and it's a small world. You don't skip small world. I'm sorry. Like, period. That's it. The end. So I'm going to push. I agree with you. I have to do it. I don't find it's a small world annoying. I think people... I don't know, exaggerate how annoyed they are by It's a Small World. Because I don't have that song stuck in my head all day. It's in my head for the ride. But every attraction has a soundtrack. In tiki, 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 tiki. Like, is that less, is that more or less annoying than It's a Small World? Like, I mean, seriously, the Tiki Room song was in my head for all day. There are soundtracks to every attraction. I'm not buying the, if I go on a small world, it's going to be in my head all day. Go on Carousel of Progress next. Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow. Go to the Tiki Room, like you just said. Okay, you'll forget about It's a Small World because every single attraction you go in has a soundtrack of some sort. And you will be focused on that soundtrack. So I think It's a Small World is necessary. Here's another reason why I think it's necessary. There is a debate. We're not going to have it today. It'll be on another episode. We do debates about whether or not the rides in the, in the parks should all be changed to internet intellectual properties, right? People have the, the IP creep 
right? Oh, everything's changed with intellectual property. There's none of the old classics. It wasn't connected to a movie or a film no, or a TV show. You choose to ignore the classics, guys. But the point is, Small World, Disney Original. Yeah. Carousel Progress, Tiki Room. Disney these Originals. are not IPs, right? Yeah. Jungle Cruise is a retro IP because it was a ride before it became a movie, right? And the movie flopped. Nobody same thing talks with, about it. Same thing about Pirates of the Caribbean. Even Pirates of the Caribbean. Ride first. It's a retro IP. It's not an original IP. It's a retro IP. I call it a retro IP. There's more original stuff so, in the parks than people space want to mountain, give credit for. Again, retro IP, right? Because I think there was a Space Mountain movie at one point. Yeah, but, but it's the like, point guys, is, I don't know how to tell you this, but Splash Mountain wasn't even disney original like I that think, itself was an ip like it's it's i think to get the true disney park experience you have to appreciate the rides that made disney parks the way they are in small world as much as you may not enjoy being in it for as long as you are it, it contributed greatly to disney parks being as successful as they are today so i'm all for it i'm gonna do it um i think it's important to remember that it is a small world that we are a multicultural community yeah. that there is an appreciation for and an effort being made to at least recognize that not everyone in the world is like you. And I think that's an important message for kids to get, especially in today's world without getting political and without getting sociological. Yeah. I think it's an important ride and I'm glad it's there and I hope it doesn't go away. Now, can they tweak the music, you can tweak the soundtrack. Can right? they start fixing the dolls up again? Yes. Well, yeah, they need, they need but, to fix the dolls, right? But it's... No creepy dolls. I'm waiting for Megan. Is that the creepy doll yeah, movie? Yeah, the yeah, whole, yeah. yeah, I don't want any Megan-type small world dolls attacking the boats or whatever. Or like, so. they just need to start, like... Like, I think they need to replenish the quality of it so that people are less... Like, it's easy to say, oh, we'll just skip it because it's just... Right. It hasn't been touched up in a very long sure. time. Right. Small world, I think we're in agreement. It's yeah. a must do. You must do Small World. That's our opinion. You must even, but our listeners may, they may have a different opinion. You must at least walk past it. Well, our listeners, may, our listeners may disagree and that's okay. It, it's, you know, it's fine. All right. Do you want to do one more? Yes. Maybe I have time for one more. We're only yes. about 30 minutes. I think we slip one more in. <coughs> All right. Get a little cough I'm out coughing, there. guys. That's okay. I know you're really powering through this and I really do, really, really I don't do feel sick. It. I'm just coughing. The next one is going to be... Um, I guess we'll do this because these are sort of. Do you want to do the food based ones or do you want to do. An attraction, what do you want to do? I think you I think I want to do this one. All right, the water park. Yeah. Do you should you schedule time at one of the Disney water parks during your park visit at Walt Disney World? Because we're talking about Walt Disney World. Disneyland yeah. doesn't have a water park. Yeah. So you're in Walt Disney World. Should a water park day or half day or day yeah. be part of your planning? What are your thoughts? So we did the water park. We did Typhoon Lagoon. Right. So I can't speak to Blizzard Beach. I've never been there. I've been um, to Blizzard Beach. Have you been there since they added a bunch of stuff to it? Because no. they added a bunch of like Elsa. Well, they just changed to that to right. recently. You know, I went, we, your mother and I did Blizzard Beach as part of our honeymoon 20 something years ago. I think, I think. There is nothing special about these water parks that makes them Disney. I think you could take them out and stick it outside of a Six Flags Fiesta Texas. And like, I would not be able to tell the difference. I, I, I really don't think the water parks themselves have specific special Disney magic the way the rest of the parks do. Like, I think they're just water parks. Um, 
I would skip them. I would not do it again. I was not really keen on doing the water park on our most recent trip to begin with. I had fun. I'm not I'm not going to deny that. I had a ton of fun at the water park. But if you go like they just if you're looking for a break from Disney from Disney overload Yes, to the water park, because it's not shopping at Disney Springs and it's not hanging out at your hotel. Right. It's something to do that's not that. But the other I think I would rather go mini golfing with that very light hint of Disney touch to that mini golf at Fantasia Gardens than do the water park again. Well, that's it. That's another debate. You know, should you do if you had to pick is the water park or the mini golf at Fantasia Gardens? We're a big mini golf family, guys. So every time we go on vacation, my brother wants to do mini golf. I don't know why. We can do mini golf where we live. He wanted to do the water park too, but he's big on mini golf. So we have to schedule mini golf into our Disney vacation and we made it work. And that's the one that's themed. That was more relaxing and more of a Disney reset for us than the water park was. Right. Um, the water, I just, I don't think they're worth it because they're not really my style, I guess. I think they're kind of gross in general, like water parks as a whole. Um, and I don't think there's anything particularly special about them that makes them Disney. Um, so from my point of view overall, I would not do it. Um, if right. I needed a break from Disney, I would find something else to do. Like, walk around Disney Springs. That's something I, I like shopping. I would go mini golfing. I would do something else. that's not the water park. Um, but if you have kids that really need a detox, why not? I guess. Right. I mean like they're high, they're good quality water parks. They're nice. So yeah, I'm going to address the initial debate. Should you, should you not do a water park? If you are staying, if your vacation visit is, I would say less than six days, if you're only there five, if you're doing five days at the parks or five day trip, I don't know if a water park day is a best use for your dollars. Because if you want to schedule a day away from the parks and you're there for five days and you let's say you do, let's say you're not doing park hopper. You're doing each park one time and you have a fifth day. I would almost suggest a resort stay day because more than likely your resort has a pool. Well, they all have pools, right? Yeah. And they have things to do at the resort or you can go to Disney Springs or you can go to a different resort like the poly well, and find something to do there. No, you, I don't think you need a resort hop like that. I, I, I don't know if you walk, do that anymore. You can walk into the resort. They're Point not is stop you. instead of buying a water park ticket, if you're staying less than six days, there are things you can do that aren't going to cost you that much. Stay at your resort, go to Disney Springs. I mean, Disney Springs may cost you a little bit if you buy stuff. But if you're staying six days or more, like seven days, 10 days, 14 days, let's say you're doing a two-week trip and you're in the middle of the summer, I would say a water park day, at least one, is probably worth your money. I would also do the mini golf and the other stuff too. But I think the water park makes sense. A, you have to be going to the right time of year. Yeah, I wouldn't and do the two, water park right now. And two, I wouldn't waste a water park day. I wouldn't use, that's, waste is the wrong word. I wouldn't use a water park day if I was only going to be in the parks for four or five days. Yeah. It would have to be a much longer trip to fit that in to make it worthwhile yeah. for me. If you're going for like, I know that a, a strategy that many Disney people do is they go like two or three days in a row and then they have a break day and then they go for two or three days on the tail end. 
If you're gonna, if you're willing to spend the money in that break day to go visit the water park for half a day, sure, you be you. I mean, there's like, nothing wrong with sure, that. I mean, like, the parks are fun. I had a fun time at Typhoon Lagoon. I had yeah. a great time. Okay, you just like went in the Lazy River, in I, but I enjoy that. <laughs> I mean, that, that's what I do, right? I, at Lazy River, I went into the wave pool and I got some sun, and that was my day. I right? think this it's really dependent on like your style, your family style, um, how long you're there, like what your vibes are. Um, I would not do a water park. Um, not my thing. They made me take off my chacos and I felt disgusting. I was like, I'm stepping on someone's wet bandaid right now. Um, <laughs> but like, I mean, if you're up for it, I mean, they're nice. They're nicer right. than your traditional. Like they are. They are nicer than your regular. You know, the, the, the cast members are all there. It's, there is a Disney touch to it. But yeah, I think we're sixes and nines on water park. A lot mm-hmm. of it is contextual. All right. Coming up on 37 minutes. We do one more. Do you really let's do a do, silly one. Do you want to do a silly one? Yeah, let's do, do one that pick, doesn't require too do you, much debate. Do you want to pick one? We can do one of the food ones. One of the food ones. All right. Let's do this. How about Mickey bar or Dole Whip? What is the better snack if you need like something cool? Right? Is it Mickey bar or Dole Whip? Which is the better <laughs> snack? Um, in the context of needing something that's cool, the Dole Whip. Um, the Mickey bars are usually halfway melted because the cast member selling them has been opening and closing that cooler so many times that they have lost their cool, right? They're, they've been melting inside their cooler uh, in very small increments. Um, and the Dole Whip comes out cold. Comes out cold, given to you cold, and they've got this weird new flavor. On that context, all the way Dole Whip. I will always pick a Mickey bar over a Dole Whip, though. I love Mickey bars. I love chocolate. I love ice cream. Um, that's 100% my thing. Like I'm right. all in on those. Um, so I would, I would definitely pick a Mickey bar over a Dole Whip, but if you really need to cool down quickly, it's just blazing hot Dole Whip. I'm going to stick to the traditional Dole Whip. So we're only talking about the pineapple yeah. Dole Whip here. And the, the pineapple flavor itself, it has that like cooling. So here's the point. It's less, it's less milky and more tropical right, right. fruity, like calming you down. Right. So yeah. here, here's my point. If you don't like pineapple, don't get the Dole Whip because it's all about the pineapple. Yeah. You got to go with Mickey bar there. However, I don't uh, like Dole. I don't like pineapple. I love Dole Whip. Continue. So Sorry. if you are jonesing for chocolate, Mickey bar. Yeah. If you want ice cream, Mickey bar. Here's the deal. However, that Mickey bar is going to melt. You better eat it real fast. Oh, yeah. Or it's going to get all over your hands. If you got kids, I got a picture of you in the park with your friend, Audrey. Eating Mickey bars and you were four years old and the chocolate was all over the faces. The chocolate was everywhere, but not the ice cream. Yeah, the ice cream I'm, was the ice cream was in the mouth. The chocolate was all I'm around the mouth. I'm a clean eater. I hate being messy. Fun fact about me. Right. So I've always been like. I don't like my hands eater. getting sticky and I seem to get hand, sticky hands when I eat the Mickey bars. I love ice cream. I don't eat it very often because I watch what I eat as much as I can. Mm-hmm. If I had to pick between the two, I'm going to go with Dole Whip also. Yeah. It's cleaner. It's neater. You're right. It's going to come out of the machine. Frozen. Cold, frozen, yeah. whatever it is. And I do like pineapple, quite frankly. I think I, I enjoy pineapple. So Dole Whip for You can me. hit the Dole Whip and then get in the tiki room. Boom. I think you should get one of each. I but cannot, you, can't, you, you can't eat a Mickey bar. And then eat a Dole after Whip. After eating a Dole Whip. Because no. you're, you're going to have those taste buds. You're going to have that nasty pineapple. pineapple then you pineapple eat that chocolate. ice cream. So I, think, I cannot yeah. stress this enough, though. The Dole Whip is not ice cream. 
That's not what it is. It's made with ice cream. It's not ice cream. If you want ice cream, do not get a Dole Whip. Now, the advantage of the Mickey bar. It will not give you the same energy. An advantage of the Mickey bar, though, is that it is everywhere. You can only get Dole Whip in certain locations in Adventureland and I think maybe at the Polly. Can you get them at Animal Kingdom? I think you can. I think we had one. We did. We did. Yeah. But you can get a Mickey bar everywhere. Anywhere. Anywhere. So there you go. All right. That's it for today. Yeah, we have others. We're gonna we're gonna save some of these for another episode of our debates. I like this one. Debating the Disney stuff, Disney debates, guys. You may have opinions about the topics we brought up today, or maybe you have a debate that we haven't discussed that you'd like us to debate (coughs) on a future episode. Mimi, how can they possibly get in touch with us to give us their feedback? So you guys can send us an email, disneyassembled.gmail.com, or send us a message on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or TikTok, all at Disney Assembled. But if you want to support the show further, the link to our Public, buy us a Dole Whip, and our Patreon is all on our website, disneyassembled.com. Make sure to check it out. Yes, please do. We'd really appreciate it. If you haven't done so already, check out our YouTube channel, at Disney Assembled on YouTube. Just do a search for Disney Assembled there. Hit that subscribe button. It's free helps us out a lot. We would really, really appreciate it. If you haven't subscribed to us on our social networks, especially Instagram and TikTok, where we're most active, we do some on Twitter. We do a little bit on Facebook, not as much as we used to. But yeah, if you haven't followed us there, we'd really appreciate that. Give us a follow. And uh, if you haven't done the uh, ratings and review, we really appreciate that as well. We appreciate your consideration. All right. Oh, yeah. High five. Good episode. Great episode. Yeah, outstanding. Good job, guys. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate your time. We hope this episode brought a smile to your face and a little extra magic to your week. And until next time, see see you real soon. soon.